Today's show is brought to you by Harry's. Please visit harrys.com and use the promo code BIGGESTPROBLEM to save $5 off your first purchase. Welcome to The Biggest Problem in the Universe, the show where we discuss every problem in the universe from prison shanks to robbed banks with over 4 million downloads. This is the only show where you decide what should or shouldn't be on the big list of problems. I'm Maddox with me is Dick. Hey, what's up, buddy? Sean, our audio engineer. Uh, Hello. We have some more in-studio guests today observing. We have Tyler and Randy. Welcome back, guys. Hey, guys. Episode 81, guys. You should change that to the show where we discuss everything from politics to politics. <laughs> How did Maybe. you do last week? Speaking of, the biggest problem in the universe last week was shitting yourself after you shower. Shitting after you Having shower. Having to shit after you shower. Yeah. That's a universal problem. Yeah. You've experienced it. We've all ex- experienced it. The only man on earth who hasn't experienced it is Donald Trump. Yeah. I'm sure. Because <laughs> he's such a good manager. Yeah. He can manage his own sphincter and bowels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what we don't he's, have he's in an, the administration right now. He, he's an expert at expelling shit from his body. <laughs> for sure, for sure. That idiot, like every week, every week there's something. The newest controversy with that dickhead. Oh, do you see him mocking stop, that New York Times reporter? Oh, what? That's hilarious. You don't think mocking the handicap is funny? Who am I talking to? Yeah. Please, I'll vote twice for that guy. I want him to come up in a wheelchair. Hey, give me money. I'm Donald Trump. I'm here to give you a speech. I'll vote, oh vote, 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 vote. Well, you got me there, Dick. Yeah. That is that is by far. Get the fuck out of here with that. The most compelling, the most compelling argument I've heard that's, for Trump. And that's the future. That's going to be the entire GOP after this election. They're all going to be like jackass trying to one up each other like that. Was he a problem in the end? Was he was he a problem at all? Did he clear zero? Yeah, he he did clear zero. Yeah, ah, he got. Damn it. Yeah, yeah. Right. He did. He did. He's definitely a problem, Dick. And and I looked it up. So again, last episode I talked about Trump and uh, and how he wanted to raise tra- tax on the rich. You said that was an article that CNN wrote for retards. No, no, no. Wait a minute. You said that he wanted to raise. First of all, CNN writes everything for retards. Yes, okay. that's true. You said he wanted to raise taxes on the rich. Yeah. And I said his his tax policy breakdown would definitively lower taxes on the rich. Like his highest tax bracket is much lower than what the rich pay right now. Yeah, by and large, He's, he wants to close some loopholes on like hedge fund managers and whatever realty stuff. But I'm, you know, what what do you say? Don't close loopholes. I like no, that he's I, closing loopholes. I looked it up. I, I I like those loopholes that he wants to close. Those are. Popular loopholes that politicians have proposed closing for years. Yeah. Uh, and then I looked at his tax bracket, and it would indeed lower taxes on the rich. However, it just sounds like double talk because he's talked in the past about raising taxes on the rich and certain brackets of the rich, like uh, you know hedge fund managers and people who are in real estate, etc. But I looked it up because I know I'm not crazy. And mm. back in 1999, he did propose the biggest tax hike in U.S. history ever. He did? Oh, yeah. Did he want to tax handicapped people? No. <laughs> No, that wouldn't be that much. Vote down paralysis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's, here's the quote. Here's what he said oh, back no. in 1999. Okay. Listen to this. This would be a one-time tax, 14.25% against people with a net worth of over $10 million, $10 million or more. Huh. It would pay off in its entirety the national debt of $5.7 trillion. You'd save $200 billion a year, so taxes for the middle class would go way down. So this would be very positive for everybody, including the rich, the 1% that really are paying the tax. In fact, by our estimates, you would pay someone in the neighborhood of $700 million or more. That's correct. I've never known Donald Trump to willingly give up $700 million. I think it would be great for the country. All these numbers. A proposal that would be very strongly looked at and considered. 
Seven hundred million dollars tax. And so uh, I looked. I did some math, and I I calculated your favorite his- thing to do in bed. <laughs> you're doing math on some chick's back, and her lip. You're like, oh, I just thought of something. Give me your lipstick while I'm banging your doggies. So I'm gonna do some equations on your back. Yeah. <laughs> That's here's, how I imagine you do it. Here's a derivative on your back, baby. Um, no. So I was doing some. I did some math, and I I calculated his net worth at that time of that interview, and it was uh-huh. about five hundred billion dollars. Or excuse 500 me, not, not billion. It was $5 billion. $5 billion. Um, so it was about $5 billion at the time of that interview. Uh-huh. And so that he would be paying close to, like you said, 15%, $700 million. And then the guy followed up the question. He said, well, a lot of multimillionaires and billionaires don't have a lot of cash reserves. They have yeah. those in assets. How would you propose they pay that tax? And he said, Donald Trump's answer was, what? What do you think? Uh, I, I don't know. Selling <laughs> off assets. Oh, <laughs> expects people to sell their property to pay a tax. I don't know that any of this is true, though, because that Muslim ID bad shit wasn't true. You looked that up, right? I looked it up. He said he, he, he said definitively he, denied, he, denied said he yeah. did not say. Did you did you watch the video of that guy sandbagging him? I watched the the video and it did look like the the uh, reporter uh, was trying to get him with a gotcha. Yeah. Um, Isn't that kind of shameful, though, you think like that? That's what our journalism is. Let's generate a headline by like sandbagging a guy. You can you can like not be political and think that that's kind of a shameful way for journalists to act. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because okay. they're always looking for those gotcha moments. Yeah, it um, sucks. No, but... Uh, and then so- everybody gets all pissed off. Like, everybody gets all divisive and draws their party lines over something that nobody even said. It sucks. But, but then, but then um, the follow-up questions, like when... when I don't, I don't know if Trump was fully aware of the questions that were being asked of him. No. Absolutely um, not. But he, he... When he was asked where we should get this registry, he said, mm. he, he, you know, the reporter suggested mosques or someplace. He goes, yeah, we should look at everything. No, oh, look at everything. <laughs> What's wrong with that? But then, but then, Let's look at these handicapped people. What are they doing? Here's what was telling about Trump, though. It took him two days for him to denounce the idea that he would even be behind a national Muslim registry. Oh. I know what you mean. Somebody on 4chan, after you posted the Donald Trump episode, of course, poll, slash poll, huge Donald Trump hotbed of support yeah, right, on 4chan. Somebody on one of those threads called me a fairy. I was in there 10 <laughs> seconds later denouncing that. How the fuck am I a fairy on this thread? <laughs> Guy said I performed at UCB, and that's basically like taking a cock up the ass. And I was like, well, I mean, I mean you, all can't, right, that's, you can't deny that. Yeah, I can't. I can't deny that. Hey, we got a package from our beautiful, lovely, talented transcriber, Lori Foster. Lori sent us a very special gift. Oh, Dick. Cool. Um, I'm I'm holding here a little jar, and it has on it a drawing of the White House. It looks like a White House on it. Hmm. And looks like a child drew it. And inside it, did it is, is now, did Lori draw that, or did a, a six year old draw? This that? is definitely F work at best. <laughs> At best, um, and then it does, she doesn't it? She she attached a note. Yeah, it looks it, it's it, she attached a note here. It says this was the smallest government I could find. Hope it's okay. <laughs> and inside it are a bunch of little politicians. Oh, we who do we got here? We have here a bunch of little politician action figures. James Buchanan. Yeah. All right. Started the Civil War. Did he? Is that right? Uh huh. We. <laughs> Buchan- well, Lincoln was in office. Yeah, uh, he ended it, buddy. We have well, a much- he was he was he, star- he was in for the start. <laughs> oh, he was in right before. Yeah, Lincoln? the South seceded. Oh. I can't remember which state, but yeah, he Sorry. was elected in 1860. James Tyler, uh, thirty we got, days. We got Harrison assassinated. We got Taft. We got all the oh, we got all the classic presidents. Oh. in this little uh, little White House, it's a very small government, Dick. You you should love this. I love it. John Adams. There you go. We got the whole, we got all the governments. How in many there. of these people made fun of the handicap? That's who. I, that's what I want to know. Dick, uh, that's is that a small enough government for you, or is that is that not small? No, it's enough? getting better. Is it, 
yeah, that's... Yeah, I like a, I like a government that I can uh, hold hostage with a magnifying glass. I want a government so small you can barely see it. Stop with yeah. the politics. <laughs> I hear some voicemail. Hey, guys. Uh, big fan of your show. And Dick, you're such a fucking idiot. Oh. I've never heard of such a huge idiot <laughs> in my life. I can't believe it. Really, it's... Why? You talk about global warming and you're like, oh. yeah, we need shorter shorts. Yeah, well, fucking yeah, we die do. from flooding. <laughs> It's, Die it's from flooding. Easier to wait around him. I, I, yeah. I'm overwhelmed. You talk about Donald Trump like it's oh, you know, whatever. Yeah, man, he's just speaking his mind. No, it's all bullshit. I can't believe it. I, I'm speechless. No, you got stumped. Are That's all why. Like this? That's a, I'm shocked. Evidence of a stumping. Fuck you. <laughs> Guys, he didn't sound speechless. We're gonna we're gonna die in flooding because of global warming. Is that the is that the no, word no. now? He, he wants you. He wants you. <laughs> he wants you to die from flooding. Different. Oh, is that is that what he said? Yeah, he, I thought he, he was wants saying you. we were gonna die from flooding because of global warming. No, no, no. He said which I would be. Which like that would be it. We'd all be caught with our pants down, pretty much. You'd have millions of people caught with their pants down if global warming yeah. killed us with tidal yeah. waves. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> No, but uh, he was saying die from flooding, and he didn't suggest that it would be because of global warming. Oh. But he's just saying, like, in general, he wants you to die from a flood. Oh, okay. Uh, let's take another one here. All right, Dick, what kind of stupid pooping in the shower bullshit is this? <laughs> That's a problem. Like, haven't you ever heard about, you know, maybe holding it for two seconds? Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. A lot of your problems, Dick, is like uh, you know. I, I forgot. What, yeah, no. Um, a lot. One of them was uh, I forgot my fly down or something. What was it? Yeah, it's leaving forget, your fly down. Leaving your fly down. Like the solution is like don't be vigilant all the time. Never screw up. That's the solution. It's it, it's it's a problem that has no repercussions. Leaving your fly down? Yeah. That's embarrassing. What's a what's a bigger repercussion than you personally being embarrassed? Well, he did it on stage. You did, Maddox. You did. Yeah, remember I talked about it. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, the uh, the improv show I did. Yeah. All right, I got I got two more two more about the refugees, and then I'm done. Then I got a song from Waterboy. Let's hear it. Hey Dick, the last time we turned away refugees, they all died in the fucking Holocaust. <laughs> yeah. How about you show some fucking compassion? Mm-hmm. Come on. Oh yeah, Dick. I got lit up. I don't know if I you, can play one. Are you, these downers? Uh, you you said you one of your arguments last episode was that yeah. uh, that uh, not everyone's entitled to be an American. Correct. Right, but what makes you entitled to be an American? I was born here, but that doesn't mean anything. You're well, just because your parents arbitrarily fucked on this piece of dirt. Yeah, doesn't, mean, doesn't give you any. Like, what did you do personally to earn the no, right it, to be it here? It literally does. That's it. Literally makes me an American. Nothing that, else does. I, I Nothing. know, I know, but legally. But I'm saying, like, what difference does it make? It's like having a dick makes me entitled to be a man. That's it. Like, I'm an American. I was born here. I think that uh, I think the case could be made that the more you do for the country, the more entitled you are to be a part of that country. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I've got. I'll just play the song for you. This, All right. This from Grant, Moving on. This is from Grant Mooney. You're gonna like this one. Stay. Don't don't throw a fit as soon as you hear it. Oh, it's I gonna think be you're gonna like it. Why are you doing this? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm playing it for Trump. <gasps> it's bullshit already. I promise you'll like it. Angelette's an asshole. <laughs> he can go fuck himself. Huh. His TV 
TV show sucks and <laughs> he deserves Ah, oh, beautiful songs. He should get launched into space <laughs> and tell her you can go on and go on and go fuck yourself. Ah, oh, beautiful song. Beautiful song and a nice gesture. For a man who apologized. <laughs> yeah, that's never apologize. That's when people start piling on. Oh, yeah. Uh, I still hate that song, but that is the best version of that song I've ever heard. All right, you want to do some, you want to get right into the problems? Randy's here. Randy's being very strict about making us do four problems today. Is that right, Randy? You said there's, you said, and I quote, you dumb fucks have been jerking yourselves off, li- reading comments, flattering comments about yourselves instead of giving people what they want, which is problems. Is that true or false? Give me the thumbs up like that's true. Yeah. Okay. You want me to go first? Go for it. All right. I got a, re- I got a real big problem. Way bigger than having to shit after you've showered. Oh, so anything. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, has this ever happened to you? Someone is, you're meeting up with someone, and they say, uh, you say, oh, oh, oh great. Where are, we, where are we meeting? When are we meeting? Where are we meeting? Oh, it's, uh, it's uh, you know, Bar One, North Hollywood. Great. I'm gonna I'm gonna hang up. That's what I'm thinking in my head. Great. You've told me the location. Now I'm gonna hang up and look for the directions. And here's when the problem starts. They say, "Oh yeah, this is how you get there. You're coming from Hollywood. What you want to do is get on the 101." And I start plugging my ears because I do not want to hear yeah. the human driving directions they're giving me. Yeah. That's it. The convert the transaction is is done. I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear your specific version of how to get there on the road. Like, do you not, do these people not have uh, Google Maps, Waze, Yahoo Maps, MapQuest? Did they stop using the internet in like 1998 when, when these things, when computers took over the ability to give driving directions? Yeah, how old was this person you were talking to? Well, I'm going to get to this. I got a good story about my life coach and I um, screwing up. When we went to shoot guns, we had a we had a gun weekend all planned out. Okay, like we were pretending Sounds romantic. To, yeah, we were both pretending to be Sarah Connor. Yeah, we were gonna go out in the desert and we were gonna shoot a shitload of guns, like distance shooting. You know, right? Like sniper stuff. Yeah, right. Like we were gonna be like, oh man, this is we're gonna like start training for the apocalypse, right? Right, right. We get and we had like we had like twenty people. Going. The like zombie apocalypse. Whole, yeah. Oh. Planning for, or any kind of apocalypse. Maybe a libertarian apocalypse, actually. Oh. Libertarians finally rise up. All you need is a magnifying glass. <laughs> so we have this, we're, we've planned this. We never planned anything. Like a lot of times we just show up at a place and yeah. we don't even know how we got there because we don't even plan where we're going. Right. We've been planning this trip. We've been planning this trip last weekend for like three weeks. Like texting each other about it. Hey, what what kind of guns? What kind of guns do you want to shoot? Like, what kind of guns is everybody else bringing? Like, oh, check this out. Somebody's bringing a fifty caliber rifle. Like, ooh, we're emailing this woman who's putting it together, the real Sarah Connor. We're emailing, like, hey, is it okay to bring, you know, questionable guns, quote unquote, illegal guns? Okay. And she's yeah. like, don't worry, there will be tons there. There will be tons of cops there, and they'll have the most illegalist of guns. So we're like, oh, my God. So the, this cop, trip- the, the cops just, like, confiscate uh, e- exotic weapons and stuff, and then they bring him to shooting ranges and fuck around with Oh, them, they right? totally yeah, do. Okay. That's a, yeah, that's absolutely a real right. thing. So my life coach and I, we get so excited. The week before, we go to 
we go to zero in our AR-15s, right? So they're more accurate. Right. As if the gun is the issue yeah. and not the two dummies who've maybe put 200 rounds through it, right? We're going to the firing range and buddy's like, hey, can you Google how to zero in an AR-15 on the way there? So when we get there, we can get out our micrometers and our Allen wrenches and like fix the iron sights on an AR-15. I'm like, yeah, 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 we got it. We get there. We do a little, little, pre, little pre-game, right? For the next week. Yeah, okay. So you know you You've understand been drinking for a week. We're yes. very we're very yeah. excited. Okay. All right. We're, yeah. uh, we're so I'm 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 I sent a girl home the night before. We're going on this shooting trip because I'm like, baby, I have I have so much stuff to do. I've got to set out all the bullets. I've got to set set out my hunting, my shooting clothes. I've got a shirt with an, a bald uh, a bald eagle on it with the yeah. sleeves torn off. Sure. That I got at Walmart. <laughs> that I got at Walmart. Like I got all this stuff I got to prepare for. I can't have you here queering up my brain with your feminine wiles. Right. Man, Get out of here. Minutes, minutes of work I have to do. <laughs> I have to take them out of the closet. Maddox, I got. Th- I've never planned for something on this scale before. This is like a wedding for like I've never planned for anything before. What? Now would you finish cooking the chili and get the fuck out of here? <laughs> so I'm I'm texting my life coach and we're we're IMing all night. We're up until like three in the morning. Mm. Oh, we gotta get bullets. We've gotta get we've gotta get some 38 uh 38 special. We gotta get a box of 38 special rounds. I wanna see how accurate my magnum is at hundred yards. How accurate do you think you're gonna be? How accurate do you think you're gonna be? Do you think you could hit a target at three hundred yards? Oh blah 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 gosh. blah blah. You guys right? are, you guys are like turning this into some like chick session. Like like girls who, who don't plan this much for baby showers. We were giddy. We were giddy with excitement <laughs> about going shooting. Right? Oh, I can see. Shooting, they're out there shooting at sand. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know, you careful what you shoot at. Hey, sounds like you guys were about to shoot some loads out there. Jesus. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. We were shooting loads at the time. We're we're sending we're texting each other until like three, sending each other Trump videos. You know, getting getting uh, really. Yeah. <laughs> and if any listeners want to know the shooting range, just follow the drizzle of cum from from Dick's apartment. <laughs> so. It's like the worst Hansel and Gretel episode (laughs) ever. So I look at the email where this place is. Yeah. And it looks way out in the sticks, right? So I'm going, "Um, I don't think my sports car with the Persian racing rims can make it out in the sticks. Right? It's got a low clearance. Sports car. Right. It's meant to drop panties. It's not meant for (laughs) off-road. Okay. Or or boxers. Whatever. Sure. Whichever way you swing. Right. All right? That's fair. So- Life coach goes, oh, just look at, read the email, read the whole email, something I never do. So I read the email and it says, here's the place. Um, if you have an SUV, get off the freeway, make an hook an immediate left, hmm. right? And you can take a shortcut because it's dirt road. Right. But if you drive a regular car, keep going straight. You got to do, it takes you a little longer, but you'll get there, right? So I'm okay. like, oh, oh, great. Perfect. Right. No, no reason to worry at all. You're thinking you have the regular car instructions, so you should be able to get there just fine. Yep, the computer, the map says, "Hey, Dick, you might want to check this out because it looks out. It looks like it looks like it's out in the sticks. This might be a problem for you." Yeah. Here comes the human. Comes along. Hey, no problem. Right. Right. No problem. So I'm like, we're good to go. All right. Yeah. I'm up early. I'm up earlier than I've ever been in my life. I tool over to Life Coach's house, pick him up. We look we look at all of our guns. We talk about which ones are our favorites. We load yeah. them in the trunk. We got two coolers. We got a cooler of sausages and beer for the trunk. We got a cooler of road sodas for the car. Lots right? of sausages in this car. Yeah, and beer. Yeah. 
We find, we stop at an ammo store. Yeah. We pull in like $250 of ammo. Most, a lot for that day of shooting, but then some for personal consumption, right? Sure. Like some, some for us. Yeah. Some for our stashes. We're flirting with, there's a girl behind the counter there. Oh. We're talking, we're being real, real cool, right? Real yeah. cool. Load up on some burritos, head out into the <laughs> desert, right? <laughs> we're playing the end of Terminator 2. I'm humming it in my head as we're going out. Dun, 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 dun. Like going yeah, down yeah, to Corona, yeah. you know? Yeah, oh yeah. my God. Okay, so we get off. We get off the freeway. Sure enough, there's the exit on the left. Dirt road. Look at this dirt road. Look at these chumps with their SUV. It would be nice to have an SUV and take this shortcut, right? But right. we don't. We're in a regular car, like the girl said. Go about 50 more yards. Big sign. End of road. Hmm. There in front of us is another exactly the same identical dirt road. Okay. So we're fucked. Yeah. So that's the end. That's the end of our shooting trip. That's the end of three weeks of planning is two dirt roads that look like they've been beat up with a sledgehammer by Paul <laughs> Bunyan and me with my Persian racing rims and about, uh, I don't know, $2,000 of guns in the back seat with my Trump hat on and my torn off sleeves of my bald eagle shirt looking like a jackass saying, well, I, so much for that. Thanks for the human driving directions. Thanks for weighing in. Thanks for t- thanks for remi- telling us that if we could go off-roading one way, but instead, if we would like, we could take the long way, which is just as much off-roading as the first way, but you could try to do it in a car. So did you not go? Did you mm. actually just turn around? No, we sat there. Uh, we called everybody right. to come pick us up, right? Uh, Drive down the two okay. miles to come pick us up. Yeah. Nobody's answering their phone because they're having too much fun shooting guns. And there's no service up in the hills. No, they're service. They're just having too much fun. Yeah. They've abandoned all of their uh, devices, yeah. their clothes yeah. probably. Yeah. They're not never thinking about work again. They're like never a, coming home. It's like Neverland. It's like a, yo- a very violent yoga retreat. Where you, yeah. know, you don't have electronics on you. You're not bothered by anything. You yeah. just want to... Zone, you want you want to have a very zen, violent moment. Yeah. Yeah. So we're sitting there, you know, feeling like losers. Yeah. With a trunk load of guns. Yeah. I'm trying to convince my life coach to put in more, like, dude, send email, email everybody, email everyone in the universe to come pick us up, right? Right. So I see two Mexican dudes across the street in an old pickup truck. Yeah. And I'm like, I know what to do. <laughs> I know what to do here. So I get out, I'm like, here, 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 I'm going to fix this. So I pop off my Trump hat, throw it in the trunk. I'm like, they don't want to see that. No. Right? <laughs> hostages. What? Hostages. No, hostages, the Mexican guys? Yeah, this is No, 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 no. Oh, damn. So I walk up, I'm like, hey, 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 senores. Hey, que pastel. Que pastel, right? Que yeah, pastel, yeah, what's yeah, going on? Yeah. What's going on? Nice truck. So, um, try, gonna, I'm going to get a ride from these guys. Right. Right? Uh, so I get to... I get to um, mi amigo y yo are looking for the pist- looking to use our pistolas, right? Mm, you guys okay. pistolas. They're like, uh, 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 no, 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 not us, not us. Yeah, and, yeah. It sounds it sounds scary. To be fair, a bunch of uh, strangers come up to you on the freeway. Hey, I got a trunk full of pistols. Can you give me a ride? <laughs> no, fuck off. I'm calling the police. Well, you know, it's, easy. it's an easy forty bucks. <laughs> Just want to drive up the road. <laughs> Just take me and all my contraband back here. Take me and all my my arms up the hill, and uh, you got an easy forty dollars. What? Yeah. Would you do it? I would. No, absolutely not. No. Well, no. did you? So did they? No. Of course not. No, they said their truck couldn't take it. Yeah. They said the suspension was bad. I was like, oh, really? That's what I'd you're, say too. You're the only two Mexican guys on the planet worried about the suspension of their <laughs> '80s Toyota. <laughs> Fuck you. 
Yeah, so you'd end up not going? What what happened? Eventually one of your friends came back and came down no, and we just up. left. You just we left? Just, yeah, we just drove home with our you tails didn't do between it? our legs. Now what are we gonna do? Walk. 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 It's two miles. It's two miles. With a with yeah. hundred pounds of guns on our backs? Don't take them all. Yeah, leave oh, behind Don't take a them all. What's even the point then? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just take take your AR-15 and a, a couple clips, and they, I'm sure they have ammo up there. This is you're describing a scenario of how people get killed. Like this is how a drone attack happens. Yeah, if we you're, spotted if you're, two assholes wandering around a neighborhood in the desert with uh, Duke Nukem's arsenal strapped to their backs. Yeah, take them out. If you, you're not black, so you don't have to worry about getting accosted by police officers for carrying a gun around. You guys are all Second Amendment nuts, and they, they just That's come true. by, they're hey, what's going on over here? Just uh, Second Amendment, sir. All right, carry on. Yeah, <laughs> and then a black dude does it's it. A There's a video point. on YouTube. It's a true. black dude does this it's in uh, Phoenix. Exact same demonstration. Police come, like four or five different cop cars come, guns drawn, get on the ground, get on the ground, putting guns in his face, and then they find out, oh, he's a Second Amendment dude, and then they let him up. But yeah. total, total exact same situation. Human driving directions. Yeah. Leave it up to the computers. I never want to get directions from a human being ever in my life, ever again. Don't ever give them. Well, had had the had you followed the computer, you would have gone down the SUV route and been fucked just as well. Yeah, but it would have been dirt. I, I would have known it was dirt. The computer would say, you can't drive your car here. Get a better car. So you yeah, but thought not all, not all dirt roads are super hilly and or you know jagged or whatever. Oh, I wouldn't even have risked my car on, oh, really? on any kind of dirt road. There's those tires are like eight hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag not all dirt roads. I don't even pull over to the side of the road. I just stop right in the middle of the road if I'm experiencing a problem. That's how protective I am of my tires. Oh yeah, brain slick dick <laughs> over here, real protective. I'll take up two lanes, in fact, so that people will have to go way around me. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's my problem. Yeah, um, usually I found that the only people who still gave MapQuest directions were girls that I dated um, uh, over the age of 25. Uh. For some reason, 25 is the cutoff point between the MapQuest generation and then the, the post-MapQuest generation. Yeah, I agree with you. So pre-MapQuest, pre-MapQuest generation is, uh, well, excuse me, post-MapQuest generation is anyone younger than 25. And then post-25, you'll still find people who occasionally use MapQuest, the shittiest map service, Prints out ads on the on the map, and then he, they have all these like paper printouts. I'm like, you have a phone, you have a smartphone. It has GPS on it. Yeah, but there's there is something comforting about those MapQuest printouts. You know, it's like a nostalgia factor. I hate them so much. Uh, what They're about just... landmark directions? No, no human directions ever. I don't want any help or no, hints so- on like how if, to get there. If it were Maddox, it would be like, okay, pass the rusty Schwinn <laughs> chained to the mailbox, and then third bike rack <laughs> on your left. And then real you're there. Shitty, yeah. real shitty, Sean. All right, go ahead. That's All right, my Dick, problem. That's your problem. All right, time to get to a real problem, Dick. Superhero obsessions. All right, oh. superhero obsession. Oh, that's a real fucking problem. Yeah. Oh, thank you. All right. So, Dick, I was looking into this, and I wondered why it just seems like everything is fucking superhero all the time now. Um, so, you guys, we we talked about this a little bit before the show, but. Uh, before we started recording, but there's this new show on, I don't even know what channel, is it on Netflix? It's it's uh, Jessica Jones. I don't know. All I've heard for the last, I don't know, three, four weeks on Facebook and Twitter is, oh my God, Jessica Jones is so good. Uh, Jessica Jones is the best superhero TV show I've ever seen. That's a superhero? It's a superhero. Sounds like a talk show host. Yeah. 
Je- like Jenny, Jenny Jones. Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Or a weight loss program. Yeah. Well, she doesn't need to lose weight. She's played by, uh, what's her name, Christina Ritter? They all need to lose weight. Yeah, but- <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Fuck. Huh. Um, she's played by guy. Christina Ritter. So Christina Ritter, she was, uh, she was uh, what's his name's uh, girlfriend in Breaking Bad for a little for a hot minute. Who? Oh, Pinkman, yeah. the drug guy. Pinkman's out. girlfriend. Jesse, yeah, she died yeah. of a uh, heroin overdose. A heroin yeah, overdose. She was hot. She was hot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, she's Jessica Jones. Uh. So I heard so much fucking hype about this show. I finally decided, you know what? I'm going to sit down. I'm going to watch some fucking Jessica Jones because I plug my ears and hold my nose every time another one of these things come up. Oh, you got to watch Daredevil. It's the best superhero TV show since Marvel's ever made. And so I, I plugged my ears and, st- and held my nose. And I ignored that shit and it fucking went away, thank God. Yeah. This Jessica Jones shit seemed like a juggernaut. Like there was no stopping the momentum of this fucking show. So I watched three episodes. Back to back, three episodes. I binge watched three episodes. And I am so fucking bored. I am so bored. The character there's nobody likable in this whole universe. What is it? What kind of superhero is this? Oh, she's a superhero. She has super strength and she like jumps really high and then she can run fast. But she drinks like a fish. Oh, really? She does, yeah. Oh, really? She's belting it down all the time. Knock people out when she's drunk and jump over shit? That's what I would do. She has a lot of drunken sex. There's that. Well. Yeah. I don't. She hooks up. So anyway, her her backstory is she went to the same high school as Peter Parker. Uh, so she was in the same high school, Spider Man, and uh, you know came from that universe. And she has these superheroes, but she keeps kind of keeps them subdued. So she be- becomes a private investigator. Oh, and yeah. yeah, okay. And it just becomes a. Slow what is the point of this show? Why is anyone watching it? Because I don't know. I, everyone's raving about Jessica Jones, so I watched it, and uh. she is so unlikable. Every. She says is sarcastic. Have you ever been around one of these fuckers? Oh, a sarcastic woman? A sarcastic and like someone who can't not be sarcastic. Yeah, just weekly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a nightmare. Shut up, Sean, and I mean that sincerely. Uh, <laughs> but but I've been around my friends like seventeen year old daughters and 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 fourteen year old oh. kids and stuff. How I, long? What, tell me about this daughter you were around. <laughs> and and it seems what was like, dad like it seems like it seems like <laughs> wasn't in the picture, Dick. You're perfect girl. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it seems like this is like six months. The the uh, the most the most uh, standard operating procedure for these kids is to be sarcastic. And all she does throughout this entire series is roll her eyes. <laughs> and by all she she rolls her eyes and then says some sarcastic fucking quip. Why can't you be sincere? Just once. Deliver one sincere line. Is her to- bad guy a guy like you? <laughs> so- like just flipping out over her little <laughs> quips and eye rolls. That'd be a good superpower. Her like bad guy she takes her, on, yeah, her, her curmudgeonly <laughs> Armenian neighbor, yeah, <laughs> who's like a villain, and all of his all of his world domination schemes get blown because she like annoys him. He's like in there pl- giving a speech to the UN, like I want a hundred million dollars and all the Syrian refugees, and then he can't stop thinking about like what she said next door, like that bitch. I- I know she stole my mail. Uh, she's so annoying. She's so annoying. So anyway, say, uh, by the end of the third episode, and it has kind of an interesting supervillain. The supervillain's power is this guy named Dr. Purple or Mr. Purple or something. And his whole thing is he wears purple. And so uh, he... <laughs> does not sound interesting. He, he has the power of manipulation, which a lot of people are saying, It is you! Yeah, okay. Fuck you. <laughs> he has the power of manipulation. So he's able to to control people and make them do things they don't want to do. And then there's like some rapey undertones. In fact, I think she gets raped at some point. By I mean, what else would you do if Mr. you had that Pur- power? I, I don't know. Not that. You sick fuck. Like maybe rob a bank. 
Anyway, yeah. So Mr. Mr. Purple. Um. So he 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 has this power that he manipulates people. Okay, and wait like, a minute. Can I can I say w- yeah. real quick? I want to hear about what you think about superhero worship, not this shitty show. Oh, we're getting to I, it. I, yeah. I, don't, I mean, I, I'm not gonna watch the show. No, it's awful. Um, and you know what? It's not awful. It's just boring. Uh, I'll, I'll just say that. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen, but it's definitely boring. So um, this guy, he, he has the power of manipulation. And everyone's like, oh, I've never seen a superhero with that po- supervillain with that power. It's so clever. It's so creative. You know what, guys? It's fucking done a billion times. In Leprechaun, uh, <laughs> Leprechaun, <laughs> Leprechaun in the Hood. Yep. You know, uh, that's where he goes. That's where it's leprechaun. obvious. It's been done before. Remember the Leprechaun Four in the, the Hood? Leprechaun, yeah, Leprechaun in the Hood. Yeah, they, that movie. Like he manipulates. Remember people. that one episode in the third season of Street Sharks? Everyone knows it's been done before. It's been done, guys. They ripped it off from Leprechaun in the Hood. So <laughs> the Leprechaun is able to manipulate people with his magic, with his magic mind, right? Anyway, so Mr. Purple does the same thing. Kind of interesting. The end of the first episode is interesting, and it's all been downhill from there. And then there was, like, a couple of hot chicks making out at one point. Oh. And that, that's it. And then that's it. Like, it only happened, like, for a split second. You don't see any boob. And then oh. by the end of the third episode, you finally find out what the bad guy's weakness is. So imagine... Getting this- kicked in the nuts. No. <laughs> well, that it, maybe. We oh. won't know, because they never fucking hang out together in the same scene. So, um... By the end of the third episode, think about this in terms of movies, right? If this was a movie, it would be a three-hour-long movie. Uh-huh. And imagine watching a three-hour-long movie where nothing is resolved, and you only find out that there's a bad guy who has a weakness by the end of the third hour. Mm. Bullshit. I could watch Ooga Booga twice in that time. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> We're talking about different kinds of So what about right superhero obsession? I know a guy, no bullshit, I know a guy who dressed up like Batman at his own wedding. How's that for superhero obsession? Do I know him? Nope. Yeah, I would have been at this wedding otherwise. Um, yeah, man, As what, this- Robin? <laughs> <laughs> or Mr. Freeze? Funny <laughs> funny jokes. Keep, keep the jokes coming, guys. I'm loving these jokes. These are great, these are great, great jokes. Um, so superhero obsession. I looked into it, and I looked around online, and there's some theories as to why there's so much superhero media right now. So there's a theory that after 9-11, Americans have taken to superhero movies because it offers us an escapist fantasy of mythological beings who are able to tackle problems larger than ourselves. So I think that um, it's something has changed in our culture and society. I thought that's what God was for. God's not powerful enough. God can't jump that high and get that drunk. (laughs) God doesn't have cool gadgets like a Godarang that he shoots bad guys with. Well, it's interesting you mentioned that, Sean, because this God's is... on their side, too! Sorry for interrupting. These these superheroes are exactly like an analog to the old Greek mytho- mythological gods. So old, the old Greek mythological gods are essentially superheroes. Neptune, Apollo... Hercules. Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying terrorists caused this? Uh, the reason there's all this, yeah. all these shitty Marvel movies is yeah. because of terrorists? Uh-huh. Go vote up terrorists, you motherfuckers! So I looked it up. I looked it up, and uh, I was I was curious if there's if there's any weight to this theory. And I looked on. I looked at all the superhero movies released since like the beginning of time, according to Wikipedia. And there were in the '80s there were. 17 live-action superhero movies, okay? Only 17 in all of the decade of the 80s. Then in the 90s, there were 34. Then after 2000, it jumped up to 55. And then there's Mm -hmm. another 32 new superhero movies slated for the release over the next five years. Oh, God. 
So over the next five years, this this decade, we're on we're on track to have the biggest superhero decade ever. And this is just live action movies. This isn't even TV shows. You know what? I would at this point, I would rather watch a rom com than a superhero movie. Uh, a lot of them are rom coms, essentially. Yeah. Spider Man, come on. Uh, Get out of here. Do you Spider- know anybody who's really into superheroes? Yes, fucking everyone, man. And, and people put way too much weight on what superhero movies mean and the implication and the message and the symbolism and all this other bullshit. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? Well, for example, um, there was an episode. So the new Supergirl series came out, the new Supergirl TV show. Yeah. And the internet screamed bloody murder because it wasn't whatever they were expecting it to be. She wasn't strong enough or she wasn't independent. Like, I don't know what they were expecting because Mm. the show was made kind of like a teen drama. Like she had a, a a crush on a boy in high in in her school or, or or work or something like that. I think it was her work. She had a crush on a boy and she was thinking about her boy and she wanted to impress him and she you know and the superhero thread was just kind of almost like um an afterthought to the series. Yeah. And it's by Warner Brothers. And people were were saying, "Oh well, why why don't they make her a strong superhero, strong female superhero?" Guys, you can't win with these people because on one hand, if you take a super a superhero, a female superhero, and you, you, like Superwoman, right? You get criticized because you're you're making a miss a male superhero. You know what I mean? They're just taking a male superhero, not changing anything, and then making her female and saying, "Well, there you go. There's your female superhero." Uh, okay. So that's one criticism. Uh, and then if they make it, there's, yeah, there's not different. like a Wonder Man. Where's that guy? Yeah, like Wonder a man, but Wonder Woman. I think they did actually make a Wonder Man. Didn't take off. Did he have bracelets? No, no, you know, I don't lasso. Think so. No, skirt. Hey, no. I'll make you tell the truth. You know, you know what's interesting that that whole lasso thing. Uh, the guy who created Wonder Woman was really into uh, bondage, and there's oh, a really? lot. Yeah, there's actually a lot of covers of the old Wonder Woman comics that are that have her completely bound up and wrapped up in like all these like really sexy poses. Because hmm. the guy was like just kind of perving out. It's kind of interesting. Anyway, um, I think the superhero fad is associated with infantilism. Yeah. Because a lot of people, I was looking on this website, kqed.org, um, radio program actually, and they talked about why we're so obsessed with superheroes. And one of the first reasons they said is escapism. And this is from their website. It says, simply put, these films are fun. They're exciting. It's 120 minutes of pure transcendental escapism, a mini vacation from your life. With so much going on in the world, acts of terrorism, home and abroad, immigration reform, widespread poverty, and global climate change, superhero movies provide a utopian script for life. So it's kind of... You know, that was my problem with infantilism is that people are avoiding responsibility and avoiding confronting their problems in life with this childish bullshit. And I talked about the coloring books. I just went to Barnes & Noble the other the other day, and they have an entire section of adult coloring books. It's like their number one seller right now because people are saying that adult coloring books are good for therapy and uh, so on and so forth. That, you know, everyone's yeah, got, whatever. What, they're good for whatever you got. Yeah. Step right up. You got <laughs> revitalizing, tantalizing coloring books. Yeah. Cure all your ills. That's what it is. Put vigor back into your step. Yeah. It's, it's avoiding adult responsibilities and problems with childish gimmicks and hmm. toys. It's infantilism. I think that superhero obsession is a subset of infantilism. Go vote up infantilism, people. How come there's no R-rated superhero movies? There are. What, really? What? Spawn. Uh, Spawn go. sucked, though. It's no. so emo. You know, Spawn, the movie, the live-action movie sucked, but the HBO animated series was so good. 
and nobody watched it. Yeah, it was but so good. Why isn't there like a superhero movie where the superhero's like, "Hey, uh, Lex Luthor, fuck you," like you know? No, they're looking for a specific rating. Yeah, they got it. They got a lot of these stupid movies. One can't be an R. Big box office, man. Oh, Every movie stupid. needs to be big. Not only are they not making R-rated superhero movies, but they're making they're taking old R-rated superhero movies like RoboCop and then making them PG-13 to make more money. Oh yeah, what about Deadpool? Yeah, Deadpool. Man, Deadpool's rated R. Yeah, that's coming out. I saw the commercial, the trailer for it though. It made me not want to see it. Um, yeah, Deadpool's Deadpool's hit and miss, but there's some there's some really funny uh, Deadpool comics, and the video game is pretty funny in in bits and pieces. But yeah, there are there are some R-rated uh, superhero movies, but by and large, they're rated PG and PG-13 because they want to get the biggest cash grab they can. Then another theory is that uh, it's a reflection of our secret desire to be saved. Some people think that, uh, you know, it's it's almost like this weird psychosexual thing going on where, uh, this is from the article, it says, we play so many roles in real life, parent, partner, worker, student, caretaker, breadwinner. Wouldn't it be nice to let someone else steer the automobile called your life? So it's kind of like this... Um, this resignation of responsibility, again, infantilism, where you mm. allow someone bigger and stronger than you to take care of you. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right. Yeah, unpack that one. And then finally, there's the hero's journey story that we all just like. Um, there are these classic story, uh, what are they called? Story tropes? Stories. Arcs? Story arcs, yeah. I think it's a story arc. They're just classic Greek story arcs, right? Yeah. That uh, And the hero's journey is one of them says, the myth of the hero's journey is familiar. It's, it all started with Greeks and their stories of heroes like Hercules. In the Middle Ages, Germanic audiences cheered in the mead halls, pounding their beer steins on the table as Beowulf slayed Grendel. Frodo saved Middle-earth in Lord of the Rings, and Luke Skywalker used the Force to battle Darth Vader, the Emperor, etc., etc. Every generation has their hero's journey, and I, I'm so fucking sick of hearing about Star Wars already. What I, do you want instead of all these superheroes? Just what would you regular, rather have? regular movies. Remember like movies what? like uh, Pulp Fiction. Oh, okay. Yeah. Here's an insurance salesman who ponders the meaning of life. <laughs> yeah. Would you go see that? Actually, <laughs> would uh, that be better? Groundhog Day is one of my favorite movies. Me too. Oh, okay. Yeah. And the, speaking of insurance salesman, he had, there was an insurance salesman in that movie. That's right. He gets punched in the face. Yeah. 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 It's a great movie. I'd like a movie like Rambo. Where's Rambo? First Blood. We don't see that anymore. Yeah. We gotta have another Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Vote Trump. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Hey, I just want to remind you that today's episode is brought to you by Harry's. You go to Harry's and enter promo code Biggest Problem. You get $5 off your order. Yeah, $5 off your first purchase. So Harry's sent us. By the way, we had a call with Harry's. Wasn't that fun? Yeah. We had a call with Harry's. They wanted to congratulate us on how good our ad reads are. Yeah. That's what I got out of that call. Is that not, Randy, was that not what they wanted to tell us? Basically, pretty much, yeah. They, they loved us. Uh, yeah, that was the first time we talked to the clients, and I tried to finagle a trip to Germany out of it. Yes, yes, <laughs> while using the wrong name of the guy we were on the call with. Wait, who, what did I say? You called him Rob the entire call. That was not his name. I thought we were talking to Rob. No, Rob was on the call. Rob represents Libsyn, the hosting company. We were yeah. talking. That is not the guy who we were talking to oh, the whole time. I couldn't tell whose voice it was. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. He probably could, though. Ah, he probably knew what name was his. I anyway. got called the wrong name on that. <laughs> Whatever. 
you know what? We're not going to Germany oh, either way. Immediately. immediately. Straight out of the gate with so much confidence. Hey, Rob. I was like, oh, not the guy's name. Yeah, I thought that was Rob. Oh, no. No, huh? No. Well, you know what, guys? When there's when there's six people on a conference call. Just use whatever name you want. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're talking to somebody. Unless someone has a real distinct voice. Dick, you and I are the only two people who should not get mistaken on the show because we have the podcast and everyone listens to our voice and they know what it sounds like. This first, this dude, I talked to him for the first time in my life. How am I supposed to recognize his name? I don't know. Why do you want to use his name then? Why do you come out immediately with, hey, Rob, why don't you just say no no name at all? Yeah, I, th- I thought he introduced us to the phone call, the conversation he was he was chaperoning. He was emceeing the phone call. He was, but the other guy was talking. Anyway, go to <laughs> Harry's.com. <laughs> He's promo god biggest problem. Look, we got they sent us their holiday kit, which is pretty slick, right? Yeah. It's talk very about slick. the feel of this razor. I love I do genuinely love my Harry's blades because of the cut of the blade. There's a lot of razor companies out there, but I actually prefer the Harry's uh, the way it feels on my skin. Um you looking for a good gift? Pick up one of these holiday packs for dad. Or, or your mom. Guy. Or your mom. Mm-hmm. Let's let's see what the ladies think of Harry's. Or, ladies use shit razors. Yeah, or your girlfriends, guys. Y- you know what, ladies? I'm going to speak to the lady listeners, all three of you right now, okay? It, I know it's winter season, and you're putting on pants and shit, uh, and you think you don't have to shave. <laughs> We're talking to the ladies now. Look, right. ladies, we know you put on pants and shit. Yeah. Whatever you got. Whatever you got, right? Your hose. It's, if it, I don't want to feel like... <laughs> I don't want to feel a lumberjack when I'm uh, reaching down to go to uh, to go to Pound Town. Is that- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Harry's dot com. <laughs> Harry's dot com slash biggest. Yeah, uh, let me see here. Um, biggest problem, right? Yeah, Harry's dot com. Use promo code Biggest Problem. You get five dollars off your first purchase. In the holiday kit, we have daily face wash. I'm gonna try that. You wanna see what this tastes like? We got uh, aftershave <laughs> lotion. Makes you smell nice. We got the razor. We got a. It's not holiday themed. The razor. You're not going to pull it out, and it's got some stupid Sanrio surprise character on it with a Santa hat. It's just regular classy themed. <laughs> hey. Little no, carrying no, kid. No Hello Kitties. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Go to Harry's.com. Check it out. All right. It's a real classy box, guys. This looks nice for real. Could be for guys or girls. Buy it for your mom. Problem number two from me. Yeah, let's hear it. Here, here it is. This comes. This comes from a listener. Oh God! I should say my problem last week having a shit after you showered. Yeah. That was actually sent to me by uh, Eric Beer Baron Sayin. Eric Beer Baron Sayin. I didn't think of that. Oh, okay. I didn't think of a problem that clever. Thank just you. Just want to make sure to credit this guy. Oh, no, it's great, great problem. Or Subaru Parts Jesus. I, the guy has his names like a rapper. I don't know why he does that, but I just wanted to make sure. So the, here's another problem from a listener. Yeah. This came in from Sam Jacobs. Um, her boyfriend. As someone who sends stuff into the show, Horsecock, you know him? He teamed up with uh, Bud Sanchez. Okay. I think he sent us all that, that salsa. We haven't heard from Bud Sanchez for a long time. I have. He sent me a bunch of emails pissed off about Trump. Uh-huh. He sent like a big paragraph about how Trump it. is a piece of shit and he I'm is. a piece of shit. You are. Yeah, I didn't bring you it blew in, though. <laughs> We're alienating the most butts of Sanchez's listening in our audience. Yeah, so um, this girl, Sam, Sam Jacobs... Whose boyfriend Horsecock's a big listener to the show. They're both listening to the show. Uh, she's got something called. Let me find it. She's got something called FSGS. It's a horrible kidney disease. Damn it, I wrote it down, but I can't find what it is. Um, 
Her kidney's yeah. fucked. I'll look it up real quick. That's a, oh, you know, I wrote it down here somewhere. You can't find it. Uh, it's really easy to typo that FSG is. What'd you type? <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on. Oh, Out one, with it. One letter away from a hate crime. <laughs> okay. Oh, good. It's a focal segmental glomerulosclerosis. Yeah, that's what it is. Look, whatever. The girl's kidney is fucked. Okay? Yeah, it's the leading cause of kidney failure in adults. It I sucks. don't know what the kidney does, but you need it. Uh, it, it. It looks like it's a necro. It's a nephrotic well, syndrome. So yeah, there are ne- two of them. They're both fucked. You can, live both with, fucked. you can live with one. What do you mean? Her? You can Anybody live with can? one kidney, but I would assume they're both fucked. Well, guess what, Sean? What? There's not enough organ donors out there. Yes. That's my problem. That's my problem this week. There's not enough organ donors. There not, are not enough organ donors. 125,000 people on the waiting list right now. So two two football stadiums of people on the organ donor waiting list. Wow, almost as many Syrians as trying to get in. Yeah, uh, every day, 80 people get organ transplant, but 22 people die every day waiting for organ transplants. Uh, that sucks. Just waiting for organ... How does that... Does that seem possible? How yeah. many people die every day? That seems very accurate, actually. But 22, 22 people dying yeah. every day waiting for organs? When so many people are getting killed, where the hell, where the hell do their organs go? Well, I thought about... Uh, so here's, here's my own personal take on this a long time okay. ago. Um, this is my, my own, uh, when, when I was younger, I was super into conspiracies. I, I even drove out to Area 51. I think I mentioned this on the podcast, but I drove out to Area 51 to verify its existence and, you know, to, uh, spend some time by the black mailbox and do all this shit and really into UFOs and the Harp Project and, What and, were you uh, hoping to see? MK Ultra, all the shit. Area 51? Yeah, what were you hoping to see there? Well, I was just looking to verify that it existed and see if the, the technology and the rumors that I heard was out there, and it definitely was. I saw a black was, helicopter. Okay, black helicopter? Yeah. What else? Verified. Because I, I know nothing about like conspiracies like this. What were you hoping to see, and what did you verify? I was hoping to see the black helicopter. Okay. I saw a black helicopter. They sent one up to intimidate us. Totally worked. <laughs> okay. We fucking <laughs> hightailed out of there so fast. Um, I saw the White Rangers. They have these huge satellite dish uh, like globes on top of their cars. Um, the security team out there. Then, what does that do? I don't know. No like idea. Al- aliens? No, I don't, think it, I don't think it was alien technology out there. But um, there, was, there were all these Joshua trees. And you guys, if you, don't, if you aren't familiar with what Joshua trees look like, Google it. There were a bunch of fake Joshua trees in the desert. These looked like, uh, there, there were decoy Joshua trees that had antennas and shit coming out of it. There were cables everywhere in the desert. I found so many cables when I was just walking around out there. Um, I wanted to verify that there was that fence, that old restricted keep out uh, fence from Mary 51. Found so you went that. to a military base and found a fence. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You could you could drive up to the security post, but if you get that far, they'll probably arrest you, and you have no rights once they arrest you. It is not America. You are. What do you mean? They. You have no rights. Like th- there's some special classification of of. Uh, when when people get arrested at Area 51, if you trespass into their territory, even get close enough, they can. If you like jump the fence and get in, if you ju- if you get in their the restricted area, yeah, correct. Okay, so that's trespassing on a military base, right? Okay, but not only that, but um, if they arrest you for any reason anywhere in the vicinity, they can say that you were trespassing and you don't really have evidence, you don't have any rights. They can you don't get to call your lawyer, you don't get to call anyone. They decide that it's all determined. Uh, from within, whether or not they release you or when they release you or how many fines or penalties you have to pay or whether or not you have to go to jail. It's entirely up to them. You know what? You know who will tell us what's going on in uh, Area 51? Trump. 
We'll tweet uh, that shit immediately. Guys, he will be Instagramming in Area 51 in his tour. Tell me that you don't think he would do that. No, I, I think he would. He's a, he's a reckless. There you go. Um, so Area 51, the, the whole reason I mentioned that is because I was really into conspiracies way back in the day. And still, I read every conspiracy theory. I know all the ins and outs of the 9-11 conspiracies. My own personal conspiracy back when I was a more of a dipshit conspiracy theorist is um, I voted no. I always checked no on the organ donor okay. on my Why? driver's license. Because I did too. Why? Okay. I want to hear your reason. Because they're not going to save you. You think <laughs> there's more more insidious than that, Sean? I think oh, was that, that your gonna... reason why? No, that's what I thought he was going to say. Okay, no. one lunatic. That's <laughs> a good lunatic reason. It's a good lunatic oh, reason. Oh, fuck it. People need kidneys. Yeah, that's true. I would. He's if I was a doctor, par- I would do it. He'll be I paralyzed this anyway. This he is, can save eight people with this guy's body. This is even more insidious than that. It's next level. So I, I thought that some rich person could pay for that list of or- organ donors. Okay, and yep. hunt, hunt you down already. Right, hunt yeah. you down. Maybe you have an accident. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this guy had an accident. I need an organ. Strangled himself right outside a hospital. Yeah. <laughs> what Weird. are you going to do? He flew to Baltimore where my daughter's dying of a heart transplant and strangled himself. He, fa- he took tri- all his aspirin right before he did it. <laughs> he tripped down the stairs right into this bucket of ice. I don't know what happened. Broke his neck. <laughs> you thought that would happen? That a rich person would assassinate hey, you and harvest your organs? It's my dipshit conspiracy theory. There you go. <laughs> do you still think that? No. Are you an organ donor now? Uh, I'm not sure. I, I, I don't remember. I think you would know. Let's see that license. Probably, I don't Let's know. see that I, license. I, I would fully... I want to see your license, too, Sean. Are you an organ donor? <laughs> no, I'm not, but I will be. I You're not it. an organ donor? No, and I this don't know fan, why. This fan needs a kidney, okay? This fan is dying. The next time around, I totally will be. I don't oh, know you why better. I don't. You better, Sean. You, you know better what? What's check your reason, that box? Sean? A lot of... None. I don't have a good reason. Mm. Randy, are you? Let's prove it. All right. We're taking out. We're taking Take driver's out. license I want to see your driver's Fine. license, too. I want to make sure. We probably okay. need more executions. Randy, check. You know that a lot of death row inmates uh, like end up donating their eyes and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah. They there fall off that, a truck. Um, Those eyes fell off a truck. Mm. There was that person too who donated their entire face. Someone got a full face transplant recently. How's Some that for that. donation, huh? And um, they got a good-looking face. Yeah, it's Did you decent. see that? I yeah. went and looked just to see if the guy was like good-looking before the face got yeah. face off. Was that I mean, the result no of me. a, Was that the result of a monkey attack? I think it no, he got burned. Been. The guy oh, got yeah, yeah. yeah, his face got all fucked up. Got all monkey. melted. Well, the, the monkey monkeys. started the fire, though. <laughs> <laughs> it was pissed as, off. As they often do. <laughs> he took a picture and owns the copyright. Yeah. I don't know. This organ doesn't donor? say anything. I don't, Maddox, I don't see organ donor on this thing. Yeah, that means I am. That means you're not an organ donor, <laughs> you motherfucker. What about you, dickhead? Why aren't you one? I am an organ donor. I wasn't for the, long, uh, the longest time yeah. because of my... Uh, it was an affront to my libertarian principles oh. that I couldn't that I couldn't sell my organs. Okay. Like I couldn't sign something and get cash now. Of course. So like, look, you give me you give me fifty grand, and when I die, you can have whatever you want. You can take my dick. You can take oh, my kidneys. Worthless. worthless. Whatever you whatever Your you liver's want. Shot. You can eat it. You can play with it. My liver's probably a genetic anomaly. I'm probably a superhero. Oh. Some liver man. He just hangs it over the shower every morning. Let's yeah, bring it out. There, liver, done yeah. it. But then I saw a very special episode of House wherein <laughs> that was the promo too, right? Yeah. Next no, on a very special episode of House. House like told House went on some speech of why it's important to be an organ donor, and I was like, you know what? Tomorrow when I get up and sober up, I'm gonna go sign up to be an organ donor because there's a guy at like House out there who's bemoaning the lack of organ donors. 
This is the big idiot equalizer right here. Like idiots who vote for Trump, who, who are like super into Trump, are also like watching TV and getting advice from House. It, it, it's a watch. I'm it's sorry. A watch. I'm you done. thought a rich person was gonna assassinate you and steal your brain? Oh, that's what? crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Because uh, rich people have stolen billions of dollars from investors. What? They wouldn't. They wouldn't knock off one Armenian. Why would they go for the organ donor list? Why, if they're gonna murder somebody, they just murder a homeless person. They wouldn't look for a list of organ organ donors and go after them they just go murder no, someone because you fucking idiot they have to know your blood type they have to know that it's a match that's why they te- they do testing beforehand they they invite you to a party huh they get your uh, they get, give you a cocktail they swab the rim of the glass they check your dna they check for genetic defects they make sure it's a perfect match then bam next thing you know you're knocked off missing a kidney because i'm rich fucker stole it He's a good doctor and very thorough with setting you up. Oh, whatever. Just got too drunk at this guy's party. Now I'm going to a doctor. Makes sense. Makes sense, guys. That's a conspiracy theory. That's not even on Wikipedia. Add it. I still think it's bullshit that you can't sell your organs. It would fix homelessness. There's like like the ramp of people waiting for organs yeah. is sloping up every year. Like it's more and more and more people need organs, but the list of transplants like hovers around five thousand. Like it's not moving up. So yeah. let's pump some money into this system. Let me. I'll give you. I got two great kidneys for. I don't know what it would. Two million bucks. Boom. You got it out the door. Yeah. You know, uh, you know what? Nick? No problem. You could do that. But in that's China. illegal. You just go to China. There, our fucking laws can't reach over there. You just go to China. You come home with a couple of suitcases of cash. You're set for life. For half oh, your is that life true? or whatever. Yeah, you could do anything in China, man. They're fucking creating chimeras. They have a cloning lab now. Oh, great. This like is from a guy pe- who went to Area 51 is an impressed at the fence. Wait, I don't, I don't know if I could believe what you're saying. Oh, I, I hopped the fence, buddy. What do you think they're doing in Area 51? Ah, jack shit now. They're probably just doing... Uh, what do you think they were doing? I'm sorry. Now, nothing. What do you think they were in their heyday of making aliens? What were they doing? No, no, no. I don't think that there was alien shit in there. The the, the professor who was who was pushing that theory vampires. the hardest... Huh? It, was it vampires? No. The professor who was pushing that theory the hardest was this guy named Richard Hoagland. And I went to one of his talks for the first time when I was in um, at the University of Utah. And I thought, wow, I'm, I'm so excited because I've been reading this guy's works for years. This guy's writing for years. And I thought... This is a real professor. Right. He's going to come and tell us about his theory on the uh, the face on Mars, right? Oh, God. And I thought, this so is <laughs> fucking stupid. Did you believe that, too? Did I, you I think just it was wanted, weird? Well, because I read Richard Hoagland's writing, and yeah. I thought that he sounds like a legit, because he used to work at Area 51. It's okay to say I want to know. I want to ask questions. Yeah, That's I it. Curious. I want to know. Like sure. Charlie Sheen in 9-11. Sure. Now he's got AIDS. Oh, okay. Coincidence? Great. I don't think so. All right. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dumb, dumb. All right. <laughs> So I went to see this uh, Professor Richard Hoagland, Dr. Yeah. Richard Hoagland, rather. <laughs> yeah. And double doctor. I want them to start calling themselves Dr. Doctor Richard uh, Hoagland. Yeah. <laughs> I've got two doctorates. If anyone, <laughs> listens, if anyone listens to Coast to Coast AM, he's on all, like all the time. And that should show. tell you that should tell you everything right there. <laughs> so this guy, he started like talking about these theories about like the uh, geomagnetic force fields yeah. and mm-hmm. um and how there's these so he, his his entire talk was mostly centered around Earth and how there are these... Uh, Mole people. No, no, no. These, uh, what are they called? They're these geophysical shapes. Clouds. Right? Like tetrahedrons okay. and, and pentagons. And they're, they're like these mystic shapes that, uh, that, have, that show points of power 
and energy on Earth. Oh, God. Right? Okay. And he said, well, it really correlates because there's one at the Pentagon. There's one at Napoleon. Because <laughs> the shape of the Pentagon? <laughs> yeah. And, then, and there's one at the t- at Napoleon's tomb. And then there's one at, like, at New York City. And then there's one yeah. in Chicago. It's like, it's like, yeah, you're just looking at a map and just picking big picking cities. Shapes. Yeah. <laughs> and there's one at the pyramids, of course, in Egypt. Yeah. And the ones at the pyramids coincide with the pyramids on Egypt or yeah. on Mars. Oh, oh, wow. So, so oh, wow. I'm, I'm, and my mind is is blown at this point by by stupidity. And I'm yeah. like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I read oh, this guy. Yeah, what have I done? I, can I get a refund? Is it too late to get a refund? Can I get my parking uh, validated? It's, it's, it's under an hour. I left from the talk early. I, I, I felt like so ashamed of myself yeah. for falling for this quackery. Uh, and then from that day on, I think I, I started looking at conspiracy theories way more critically. Ah, uh, okay. That yeah. makes sense. Because, man, that Dr. Hoagland guy, he is on a next level <laughs> of bullshit. It's some crazy, crazy shit. You ever see anybody leaving one of your book signings looking like that? No, never. <laughs> They're all dumbfounded and panties are drenched every single time. Even yeah. on the men. Yeah. yeah. Especially the men. <clears throat> um, Dick, I want to mention something before we move on from this problem. Uh, okay. There is a website called nefcure.org. It's for the it's Kidney International, nefcure.org. If you guys are interested in being an organ donor or helping out or maybe even contributing to this uh, this cause, it's uh, nefcure.org. Looks like it's the one of the biggest uh advocacy websites for kidney cures. So Make sure you get out. a little little money for your troubles though. Get a little something, maybe a new car. Who, something me? like that. Make sure you do if oh, you're going to help. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's really one of the things that actually warms my my cold, broken heart is. Um, oh <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Jesus! Any anyway, uh, get any on you. So that, <laughs> one of the things that warms my cold, broken heart is when I see these stories in the news where someone, um, like a customer, going into a coffee shop for mm-hmm. years, turns out needs a, co- a kidney. And the barista behind the counter, their friend, says, yeah. you know what? I'll give you my kidney. It's just, it's just the, one of the most selfless acts you can do. I really yeah. like that stuff. Uh, so here's, here's what I found was interesting this problem. So this girl, this girl Sam Jacobs, uh, she has AB negative blood and, and a great rack, by the way. So she need it's like a rare blood type for, for a kidney that okay. she needs. So there's That's a why thing you called, need the database. Well, there's a thing called a kidney chain. So people want to donate but they don't have the right matching kidney. Like right. this girl, it's impossible. She's like she's she spent ten months in the hospital last year. Impossible for her to get her to get a kidney because no one has it, right? Yeah. So they get on a on a list and they partner up with people. And if somebody comes in to give th- their like kidney buddy the right kidney, then that person will give somebody else who matches their kidney. Oh, that's cool. So it's like a chain yeah. of giving organs over. That's nice. All for free, but yeah. That's the that's what I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, I don't know, man. As soon as you start to add money into the equation, then you start to create a market for it, and that is right. some really scary shit. Okay. There's right. this uh, there's this hotline. You know that uh, there's that horror story that uh, sketch or whatever um, where people are afraid they wake up in a bathtub full of ice and they re- reach down and they feel a scar and their kidney's been stolen. It's like a mm-hmm. classic like horror trope, right? Yeah. Um, I I don't think that's ever happened. And there's, but just to be safe, I think the European Union set up a hotline for people in case they ever find themselves in that kind of situation that they can call. And I think um, I heard this on NPR a long time ago that nobody's ever called that hotline. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it's a really scary thought. 
Ah, good, uh, good problem, Dick. Nafcure.org if you guys want to contribute or donate or anything like that. But what, uh, donate a kidney? People yeah. are going to be listening to that 10 minutes and say, oh, I got to donate a kidney. Yeah, why not? I heard it on a podcast. Okay. All right, I got the real biggest problem in the universe, guys. Superhero obsessions. But next to that, lines. Oh. Lines is the biggest problem. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's a good problem. Did lines. you have a Black Friday issue or something? No, no. Mm. Although I did go to a store on Black Friday just to see the uh, the madhouse. You what know, store. I went to Best Buy. Huh. I I walked in and it just looked dirty. Everything looked dirty. Yeah. You know. And there's a billion fucking sales associates running around asking if you want anything. I'm like, no, man, I can see you. Go, go, shit, you got. I don't want anything. I came in here to look at the spectacle. I don't want to buy anything. Leave me alone. Yeah, my, my thumb. <laughs> you my, idiot. My, You're the idiot. <laughs> my thumb is hovering on the record button, you know, to in case any fights break out or anything Jesus like that. Jesus Christ. Yeah. No, there's nothing. It's just a bunch of, like, cheap, shitty TVs that no one wants. Yeah. And TVs are so cheap already anyway. I, I don't even know what a go, a, the going price of a TV is anymore. I walk in, it's like 300 bucks. I think. Is that a good price? I don't know. I guess. They're all about that cost, right? I don't know. It's all bullshit. Anyway, man. No, lines, I hate writing them. I hate it when people cross them, and I hate waiting in them. Lines are the worst, guys. I feel like some people love to wait in lines, right? There's just... A type of person. Okay. Yeah, there's a type of person who loves to wait in line. They see long ass lines to a club, and they they're completely okay with spending a third of their night waiting in line just to make it make the club look cool. All you're doing is advertising for the club. Yeah. People wait in lines. All those clubs are half empty anyway. And so sometimes they're empty. completely empty. Yeah. Sean and I played at the Viper Room. Yeah. Uh, my sister got there first, and they made her wait outside to start a line. Like before, while we were getting ready to play, to a completely empty bar. Yeah, yeah, it's all advertising. Sucked. It's a, it's bullshit. They're just using you. They're using your feet. You're and you're a sucker if you're waiting in them. I, I won't wait in the line that's going to take more than ten minutes with that, with very few exceptions. Um, I, if you if you get to a club around eleven p.m. right, and you have to wait in line for an hour, you only have two hours inside to get a drink or do anything. So that means 33% of your time was spent standing on a sidewalk like an asshole. And if you're a girl wearing heels, that means you've probably flung them over your shoulder and you're standing barefoot in loogies and gum. It's awful. Gross. It's the worst. Vote up high heels, guys. Yeah. That shit. Because it's always girls who can't wear them standing around. Did you do this math on a girl's back like I was saying with lipstick? I spent 30% of my time in line. Derivative, two-hour night. No, no. Um, no. <laughs> here's here's a here's a little fact about uh, yours truly. I almost always skip airport lines. Like I hate them, and I won't stand in them because everyone's an idiot except for me. Okay. How Everyone, do you skip them though? I just walk up to the fucking front, oh. and I, and I look. At, here's the only time I won't skip an airport line. Right. Uh-huh. If the, if I look at the line and it looks like everyone in there is studious and paying attention. <laughs> And diligent. Okay. They're getting their shit done. They're paying attention. They're not fucking around on their cell phones. They're not chasing their kids around. They're not picking up their skis like clumsy idiots, right? If they're all paying attention and they're they're going as soon as the teller or the machine is empty, mm-hmm. they're stepping up to use it. I'm not going to skip that line because that's unfair. When you say skip, you mean cut. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. But more often, like oh, like nine times out of ten, I'll walk up to an airport queue. And I'll look at the guy at the front of the line is fucking around, like just checking his cell phone or 
talking to his wife or his kids or whatever, and the person at the front who's helping saying, next, 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 mm-hmm. you know what? I'm next. Because if you don't go, it's your fault, right? You're holding up the entire line, and the person behind you, if he doesn't say anything, it's his fault. And yeah. if the person behind him doesn't say anything, it's his fault. It's okay. everyone's fault but mine. And I'm going to go, I'm going to eat your lunch. So everyone in line is responsible for the actions of one person. In that saying. case, yes. Do you walk right up from the back? Oh, yeah. I'm I just su- walk right up. I'm surprised you haven't up- started a problem with this uh, behavior. No. no. <laughs> I really am. You know why? Is because these, pl- these same knuckleheads who are not paying attention aren't going to be calling me out. They're not even calling the person in front uh, out. Well, you j- it just takes one. What? One guy who walked out of the airport bar and sees a guy cutting the line. Well, if you're in the airport bar, you're already through security, so it doesn't matter. You're oh, that's gonna, true. Yeah, it's not going to happen. When I said airport bar, I meant the sidewalk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, also, uh, cues with cars. Like, if a car is trying to get out, like, if there's a big line for an exit, I almost always skip ahead, right? And there's some dipshit oh not paying God. attention, texting. Yeah. Dick Masterson, you. Texting, texting in a line? Oh, yeah. Buddy, I'm uh, I'm the zipper master. You never <laughs> let one second go through with zip, 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 one after the other. You're fucking up the process. No. Guys like you are cramming. Like usual, your aggressive driving is hurting everyone. No, it's not hurting no one. Here's the thing. If, I'm, if I cut into a line, it's always because there is slack in that line, right? Yeah. If I come up to the front, and sometimes it backfires. Like, I'd say... 20% of the time, this backfires. Okay. But I'll drive up, you know, to, to pull my asshole move, and I just, like, you know, jut in where some idiot's not paying attention. Yeah. And sometimes there won't be that slack because it's all uh, bumper to bumper, and, you know, everyone's driving efficiently and everyone's paying attention. Yeah. I'll say, oh, good for you. I'll just take the next exit. I'll go 10 minutes out of my way. Yeah. You know, that's, that's on me. That's my fault. That's when society is doing it right, and I deserve what I got. Yeah. I don't try to jut myself in when the line is efficient. I only do it when it's inefficient. And I'm the person making it efficient. I expect people, I, you know what I would like once, for once in my life, when I cut in front of uh, someone in line, for them to turn around and say thank you. Yeah. I'm sure, this, I'm sure you think that a lot, though. I do. Like you want people to thank you for things that you're doing that are extremely rude. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's not rude. You, what's rude is you're holding up the society. You're holding up everyone. People yeah. have shit to do. And it's a teaching moment. Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah, Sean. Better. It, Sean, 90% of what I do in life is a teaching moment. I, I feel like it. I'm teaching people. Pe- what's the other 10%? Just for me, baby. <laughs> no. It sounds a bit like a child, though. What? Complaining about lines. No. Like, people are, what, waiting waiting too long in lines? I took my nephews in town for Thanksgiving last weekend, or yeah. last week, and he really wanted to go to In-N-Out. He's three years old. really wanted to go to In-N-Out. Um, of course, at In-N-Out, the popular fast food restaurant in California, that's only in California, there's always a line because it's very good, and everyone's okay with that, but the whole time we were waiting in line, he's complaining about it, saying, hey, cars, move forward, cars, move forward. Why won't all these cars move forward? And we have to explain to him about lines. Now I feel feel like I'm in the same position. Mm -hmm. Were you telling your nephew that, sorry, some people are idiots, and they're (laughs) not paying attention, and that's why there's delays? What's it going to cost you, though? Like a couple, ten seconds here and there? It could be an hour or two. Somebody's on their phone for an hour while the kiosk is up there empty? A couple seconds. Man, I I tell you what, I would have missed, I would have missed so many flights if I didn't cut lines. Like, I, I remember one time I was in, oh, shit, where was I? I think I was in Hungary trying to get to Greece. Right, oh, and I walk boy. up, 
And it's just Photo, living the high life. There were setting Maddox. There were <laughs> loaded up with plastic explosives <laughs> and hungry. What and- the fuck's your problem? <laughs> So I was trying to get to Greece, and I walk up to the terminal, and I see, like, just this enclave. It just looked like a tour group from Egypt. Uh-huh. And no one spoke English. English is the international language, people. Like, <laughs> just speak it. Okay. Just learn English. You got to yeah. learn English. Right? Okay. You just have to. I can't just believe do you're it. one of those guys. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that you, you should. I don't think that you should have to, but I think that you should. It's like what? definitely beneficial. It's an advantage. I think sure. the two, two the two languages everyone should learn is English and Chinese because Chinese is going to be the next superpower. So why should everyone learn Chinese? Because we're going to be doing a lot of business with China, and who, we already are. Who were you? Gonna, you're going to be doing business with China? Yeah, I already when? have. I already have. Did I you need per- to speak Mandarin to do it? No, but it helps a lot. If you speak any Mandarin, Chinese people by by and far are the most grateful appreciative people when you speak a little bit of their language. It goes so far. Can you give us a little bit of Mandarin? What did you say to them? Sure, niama. Yes, yeah. And they were like, oh, Maddox, you filled our minds with such a kindness because you tried to speak our language. We'll do anything. Well, you laugh, but it it really goes a long way. I remember even even in the back of a taxi cab, I'm uh, one time um, I was traveling somewhere and I met this Chinese dude and he was really feeling uh, homesick, and I just spoke a few words of Chinese to him, and his face lit up. Like he was an so happy. Yeah. Uh, it really means a lot. Well, but don't learn he, Spanish, because that won't help you get a ride to the gun range. Then Maddox took him to a Panda Express. <laughs> oh, Sean. <laughs> no, but uh, I, had, <laughs> I have a Chinese friend one time, straight from China, came over and was really offended when she saw Panda Express. Why? Because she, she said, how dare they? They can't use a panda on that. I said, why not? She goes, that's China's animal. I'm like, well, <laughs> welcome to America. <laughs> she, goes, she was really pissed all, off. All three of them? What, what the pandas? Pandas? The pandas? Yeah. Oh, they got a bunch. They're on the rebound, I think. Are they? Yeah, I think so. They're not, I mean, they're not doing great. They're not doing like, they're not, uh, they're not, we're not uh, back up to the American buffalo number, the American bison, which is yeah. rebounded because we started eating them. If we, dude, we start eating pandas. You know, a lot of those rebound. are hybrids, though. What, a lot pandas? of them are are crossbred with domestic cattle. What the bison? Yeah, there's not nearly as many uh, bison as you think. We I mean, got electric a lot. buffalo here. What's that? We got hybrid buffaloes. Yes, here? Mm. we do. Mm. They're doing that shit in China. Well, I do think it's like a problem for three year olds who don't understand that lines are kind of a necessity. Lines are only a necessity when everyone is efficient and everyone's doing their part. Would you have a problem with being able to pay to skip the line, or is it only? Yes. Oh, you would? I absolutely so would. So you can skip the line with impunity, but if I got to slap down 20 bucks to skip a line, that's a problem. Yeah. Okay. What? Do you want to see a problem with that? No, because then <laughs> then you're just creating uh, an underclass system. And, well, and people, people like, the only time I think that people should skip lines, again, is if everyone's being inconsiderate in that line. If everyone's being inconsiderate, why should I, why shouldn't I be inconsiderate back to them and just cut in front of them? Because they're, they're fucking around anyway. I remember one time I cut this a line. This is how you get stabbed. Nah, I cut <laughs> a line. Go ahead. I cut a line one time. <laughs> and I said, because I saw, I saw someone at the front texting, right? Yeah. This chick texting. <laughs> About how he really wants to stab somebody. No, I do the. I I saw this chick texting in the front of the line. Right, uh-huh. I went up to the kiosk. I checked in, got my boarding pass, turned around, picked up my bag, and looked at her, and she's still texting. I'm like, "Fuck you, bitch! I did what I did my part. This is exactly why I exist. People like me exist to take advantage of the slack that these dipshits are creating. Yeah. It's inefficiency, and I hate it. Yeah, I I dated a girl who would throw a literal tantrum if there was a line. Yeah, like stomping her feet. Yeah, and it was. Um, 
Lines are I bad. It was a girl version of this, I guess. I don't know. It was Sounds difficult. sexy as shit. Well, she was that. Yeah. Aha! That's me. <laughs> All right. Um, and I'll just end on this note. I sometimes appreciate the aesthetic of a line. So, Do you ever keep you lines at your book signings? I imagine you wouldn't. It's just a huge mob of people wanting you to sign their book, right? No, actually, there are lines at my book signings. Oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> there are lines. We've... You know what, though? I tell... <laughs> when I tell when I what have... if somebody cut in that line? Would you send them back? Would you just sign yeah, their book? Yeah, I'd probably send them back. Because there's no... You don't if, reward that no, behavior. Because no, no, that would fuck up the system, Because right? there's no inefficiency in my line, fucko. All my fans are smart. They're reading my book. There's, they're waiting in line. There's no slack in that line. What if they're reading the book? How could they stop reading the book when and they're in line? They're sitting there with nothing to do, and they have that tempting tome in front of them. They do. They read the book, but they're also looking up. They're constantly glancing, glancing, glancing. Those are my fans. Oh, I thought I had you on that one. All right. All right. Let's wrap it up. All right, man. My problems this week were superhero obsession and lines. My problems are human driving directions and not enough organ donors. What a blinds. Oh, God, I've got something funny here. So Weird McConaughey called in a lot of times, and I've tracked his, I've, I've tracked his progression one night from a sober individual into the Weird McConaughey that we all know and love. Okay. So you want to hear that? Let's so here's, here's, weird, here's McConaughey at 10.45 in the evening. All right. All right. Alex, I just listened to your story about your dad. That's pretty awesome. Why the fuck do you not have your dad on? The biggest problem. Coherent, You could right? bring a problem yeah, in. pretty coherent. You could tell stories. Yeah. It'd be hilarious. You got an sure idea and have some proof fighting stories. That the idea is good. Yeah. Some fucking hooker stories. Yeah. <laughs> All the good stuff. <laughs> Starting to get weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I, a lot of people have asked me about my having my dad on the show. I, I can't, They're all guys. trying to fuck you. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> no, my, my dad's deaf. Otherwise, I'd, I'd totally have him. He's basically deaf. Yeah. Does he do sign language? Uh, no, he doesn't. It's actually a, a war impairment. He's a disabled veteran from, uh, from fighting in Korea. Oh, yeah. he can still do sign he's language. Like, he's though. like 80% deaf. Oh. He doesn't know sign language, no. Does he compose sonatas like Beethoven? Like, no, no, yeah. he doesn't. Right. But it's very difficult to, to uh, talk to him on the phone. Sacrifice for this country. So, here, so there you go. Here, yeah, I, I find dads in general are tough to talk to on the phone. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Uh, uh, here, okay, here's Weird McConaughey 30 minutes later. Maddox, after that story, <laughs> I don't know how your mom doesn't give your dad blowjobs every day. <laughs> he was doing lines of something. Here is him 30 minutes later, 11.45. Hey, Maddox, <laughs> I know how you don't end diet. It's because you eat a shit. You shit eater. <laughs> Here's the final. Here's the final one. Uh, thir- Thirty minutes after that, twelve at uh, twelve fifteen, and that's our time too. This might be three fifteen. His time. Hey guys, I think. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna call back. <laughs> and he never did. Okay. <laughs> Oh, man, I take everything back about having smart fans. 